0: Welcome to topic nine, default and summary judgment. For various reasons, many causes of action don't proceed to a hearing. Sometimes this is because the matters settle in mediation or by some other alternative means of dispute resolution or because the proceedings have been disposed of by an order of the court in an interlocutory application along the way. Under the uniform civil procedure rules, Proceedings may be applied to be disposed of in various manners. This topic focuses on default and summary judgment, and will also consider the procedure for discontinuance of proceedings. Access to justice is the foundation for parties to have the right to litigate proceedings in court. However, this right has to be tempered and checked to prevent abuses of process, and where such an abuse exists, a party should have the legal right and the procedural means to end the litigation without incurring the extra time and costs involved in proceeding to full trial. The following policies underpin the procedural law to ensure that overriding purpose is achieved whilst balancing a person's right to access to justice. Firstly, that vexatious or spurious claims should be dismissed quickly A claim or defence which has no merit or no proper basis for pleading should not proceed to trial and parties should comply with time limits or sanctions so that these should exist to encourage maximum compliance and finalisation of the action. It is for this reason that case management principles aim to have the parties plead and substantiate their cases early and clearly as soon as possible. In addition to discussing the conclusion of proceedings by default or summary judgment, this topic also discusses concluding an action by settlement. Settlement can happen at any stage, but more often than not, it happens late in litigation, sometimes right before the trial, or even during the trial. For an example, consider the primary proceedings of Aon Risk Services and Australian National University where ANU settled with the insurers on the third day of the hearing, which was scheduled for a four-week trial. The procedural rules incentivising settlement negotiations exist to help parties achieve this outcome. Through the court's power to make various cost orders and by providing support to institutions that facilitate negotiation processes, the parties are encouraged to explore settlement options so that the court's time and the party's money is not wasted unnecessarily. In this topic, we will consider how settlement agreements also are enforced. What happens if a case is settled and a party reneges on the agreement? Finally, the topic will introduce the area of discontinuance of proceedings, which is where proceedings are brought to a conclusion by a party discontinuing their claim. In some circumstances, a discontinuance may be filed by the plaintiff, but sometimes discontinuances can be opposed by the defendant's. Usually, costs are what is an issue.